1: Happy Mother's Day and welcome to episode number 298 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is Wonderful Women, Part One. Here we are enjoying this beautiful spring season. And I do not know if it's the after effect of the pandemic, but this spring seems particularly beautiful and vibrant. Don't you agree? Well, after praying and asking the Lord what He wanted me to share this month, I was led to share some women from the Bible whom we can be inspired by. I will share a glimpse due to our time together, but you can read further about these women from the Scriptures. I want to say Happy Mother's Day to all mothers listening, whether you are a natural mother with children of your own or whether you are a spiritual mother making an impact spiritually on children or others who are not your own. Well, God is not a respecter of persons and he loves you both alike. Now, may we all use our spiritual gifts and opportunities though, to share the kingdom of God with all people, regardless of age. We recently had a death in our family which will leave my nephew and niece without their mother for the first time on Mother's Day. If you are in the same situation, whether it happened recently or quite some time ago, like myself, may God give you the ability to still voice praise over the years that you did have your mother or someone who was like a mother to you. However you may celebrate this weekend, may the present realities with your mother or past memories let your heart be filled with gratitude instead of grumbling as mothers or as ones with motherly influence let us get some encouragement by diving now into 2 Timothy chapter 1 verses 1 to 7 for a few minutes and this is what it states Paul an apostle Jesus Christ by the will of God according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, a beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God, whom I serve with a pure conscience as my fathers did. As without ceasing, I remember you in my prayers night and day greatly desiring to see you being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. And I am persuaded it is in you also. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So we see here that Paul had been reminded of Timothy's genuine faith. Now his faith was a sincere, true, and unhypocritical faith. That's what he meant by genuine. Timothy's faith was not fake However, in reading this, Timothy was not the first in his family to be saved. Paul rejoiced when he recalled to mind the faith of his grandmother Lois and the faith of his mother Eunice. His Jewish grandmother Lois had heard the good news of salvation and accepted the Lord Jesus as her Messiah, and her daughter Eunice, also a Jew, had become a Christian as well who took the responsibility of teaching her son, Timothy, the Holy Scriptures, making him wise for salvation through faith. And you'll see that in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. So the prayers and the witness and the faith of his godly mother and grandmother were essential in his spiritual development. Now, in this way, Timothy had come to learn the great truths of the Christian faith, and he represented the third generation in that family to trust Jesus as Savior. How fulfilling to any woman to influence the world so mightily through her children. Godly parents are indeed a powerful influence in this world. I am sure unknowingly they had prepared Timothy for God's call to salvation and then for ministry by teaching him the word of God. I'm sure they didn't know the call that was upon his life, And they surely didn't know that he was going to be recorded in scriptures for all eternity. Look, we're reading about their son now. You do not know, ultimately, the call on your child's life either. And I don't care if they're a prodigal right now. God is not too weak to turn his or her life around. So don't give up. Keep praying. Keep believing. Keep hoping. Keep trusting Keep living before him and her. You never know what God is going to do with them for eternity as well. Now, nothing is said in the scriptures as to whether Timothy's father was a believer. We just know that his father was a Gentile if you look at Acts chapter 16 verses 1 to 3. I'm sure I don't have to say this, but salvation is not inherited from believing parents. And just because one or more parent is a believer... Doesn't mean that that child will automatically be a believer and receive salvation as well. We know the heart of God is that none would perish. However, we also know that God has designed us where each person has a free will to accept or reject Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And then I just want to mention that references to Timothy as Paul's son in the faith should probably be understood to mean that. Paul was a mentor to Timothy, that he was discipling him, that's the type of relationship that took place between them. And the same is true with you. If you are not a natural mother, you can still have a powerful influence on many as Paul did with Timothy. In verse 5, it says, I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice. Now, notice that faith is said to have dwelt in Lois and Eunice. It wasn't just there occasionally, but as an abiding presence with them. Paul was persuaded that this was the case with Timothy, too, that Timothy had a genuine faith that would maintain in spite of all the trials that he might have to face in doing ministry. Can this be said of you today? Is your faith an abiding faith? or one that comes and goes depending on the events surrounding you. May it be said of us that our faith is an abiding faith in God. We believe that he is who he says he is and that he will do what he says he will do. And that our trust and confidence is in him alone and not in him plus anything else. All you need is just a mustard seed of faith, mom, and you can move mountains. In God's word, it says that we have all been given a measure of faith. So let us use what God has supplied. And let us not look at someone else's faith, trying to mimic it or be jealous because of what it appears to be in someone else. Let's seek God as to what we have and use it daily for his glory. Let us be faithful stewards of what's been entrusted to us. Because of his godly family background and his own faith, Timothy is urged to stir up the gift of God which is in him. Do you know your spiritual gifts, mom? And are you using them to build up the body of Christ? Even more so, your children in your own house? It's important not to neglect your own home to go out and make a name for yourself outside of your home. Ask God to help you to keep that balance in your life. It's so important. Oh, it's so important. Now, in verse seven, Paul reminds Timothy that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Mothers, God has given us a spirit of power. Unlimited strength is at our disposal. And through the enablement of the Holy Spirit, We can serve courageously, endure patiently, suffer triumphantly, and if need be, die gloriously. So let's be careful to demonstrate that power to our children when we face trials of any kind. Let them see us confidently show that God will provide strength to overcome the obstacles that we face. God has also given us a spirit of love. It is our love for God that casts out fear and makes us willing to give ourselves to Christ, whatever the cost may be. And it's our love for others that makes us willing to endure all kinds of persecutions and repay others back with kindness. The new command, not suggestion, given to us by Jesus was to love. And this is above any of the other commandments that you can state out of the word of God. So when we're mistreated, does our child see us respond in love or revenge or retaliation? Are you a mother that can regroup from situations so that you can show what love requires of you in that situation? None of this can be done without the Spirit controlling us in our lives. It takes us surrendering to the control of the Spirit to be able to do any of this to be any kind of mom that has any kind of positive influence on any child. So pray and ask God to help you live out his command of love so that you can be a witness to your children. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, love is the greatest of all the Christian virtues that are mentioned. And then lastly, God has given us a spirit of a sound mind, The word a sound mind means discipline or self-control. This is not saying that a Christian should be free from all mental ailments. This verse has often been misused to teach that a Christian who is living close to the Lord could never be afflicted with any kind of depression or mental illness. And that's not scripturally true. Many mental illnesses can be traced to some physical condition not even connected in any way with the person's spiritual life. So let's be careful in regards to that. What this verse is teaching is that God has given us a spirit of self-control or self-mastery. We are to use discretion and not to act rashly or hastily or foolishly. And no matter how adverse our circumstances may be, we should maintain a balanced judgment and act soberly or correct with the things that we are faced with. From this scripture, we know that fear is not of God. His spirit produces in us power, love, and a sound mind or self-control. So Satan has to be resisted and rebuked by our abiding faith. Now, Eunice and Lois are valuable models. As women, we can know God's word and can faithfully teach it to our children. Like Eunice and Lois, we can carefully nurture a true faith and be diligent to possess right doctrine. We can model for our children godliness rather than worldliness and Christ-likeness as opposed to self-centeredness. Eunice and Lois are living testimonies that nothing in the mother's life is more important than a personal and vibrant faith that's modeled before her children. Just like God had equipped Timothy for the task to which he had been called, God has equipped you, mom, for your task in raising your children as well. So seek wisdom from him and his word. We know from the book of James that he will give it to you liberally if you will ask. Well, happy Mother's Day. Enjoy your time and visit our website that's given at the end of this podcast. And until we're together again, smile. Jesus loves you.
0: Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program.